Welcome back to our podcast, Chronically Iconic Mistakes. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And your co-host, Raya. After Gabby Petito's case, we've taken a special interest in current true crime news, so I wanted to do an episode on a case that recently happened in our home state, um, which is Michigan, that is absolutely horrific. Mm -hmm. The episode does tie into like our mental health section of our Spoonie focus, um, but in general it's just true crime as well. Recently there was a shooting at Oxford High School in Michigan, and this case really just like rattled me, um, probably because it's so close to home for us. Yeah, I followed this really closely too. It's just awful, and you never know what's going to happen, honestly. You really don't. Um, These cases can go several different ways, Um, and I kind of just wanted to go over some of like the huge red flags that were clearly ignored by both the parents and the school. Yeah, we're hoping to just kind of get the info out there, so... I mean, maybe you can see some red flags. Yeah, exactly. The community plays a role in this too. If you notice something, speak up. Mm -hmm. So before we start this, I am going to throw a trigger, you know, warning out there. This episode does involve violence and the loss of children in a school setting. And I think we're all uncomfortable talking about this, but for those who just straight up are not up for this topic, we get it and we'll see you next episode. Yep, absolutely. But let's do this. For those of you who are still here... I'm going to start before the shooting happens, and we can mull over the active role the parents really took um, in just completely missing their son's behavior. Mm -hmm. On November 26, 2021, the father of the shooter, James Crumbly, purchased a firearm with his son. Now, initially, this doesn't seem too sinister, right? Adults can purchase firearms for many reasons. Right. I myself have a CBL and carry for protection because I used to live in a city. And, I mean, it's just not unusual in America. I know we have a few listeners in Australia and other countries. And for you guys, I bet this seems like way out there. But it's an average day for most Americans. Yeah, we kind of like, I don't know. Everyone has guns here. <laughs> Yeah, they really do, and I mean, I just want to start off by saying just because I have my CPL does not mean I agree with a lot of the laws that we have here in America. They certainly could be better background checks, more rules to kind of get through to make sure these things don't happen. Right. So without making it too political, where this story goes wrong is that the father appears to have bought this gun for his 15-year-old son, Ethan Crumbly. Yeah, I don't think a 15-year-old needs a gun. I I don't think, yeah, I don't think a 15-year-old necessarily needs a gun that isn't for hunting. Like, I understand hunters and, you know, starting them young, getting hunter safety going, but I feel like it's very strange for a child of this age to have, like, open access to a personal protection device. (laughs) Yeah, especially, like, 15-year-olds can't even regulate their emotions. No, exactly. So, I mean, we've already just, like, it's already weird. Mm-hmm. first off. The gun was a 9mm uh, Sig Sauer, and at first I was like, no way that's legal. Uh, <laughs> but guess what, guys? Apparently in Michigan, a child under 18 may possess a firearm if they are under direct supervision. So it doesn't matter what type of gun it is. I mean, hence direct supervision, though, so... Right. It still kind of blew my mind that they could have, like, direct ownership but obviously we were missing the direct supervision part here (laughs) right i knew they could take hunter's safety at like 10 in michigan for sure and use those under direct supervision um but yeah i still think it just blows my mind that like handguns were fine i don't know why (laughs) 
It just does. That is super weird, and honestly, that shouldn't even be a law. Yeah, I totally agree. As as an adult, absolutely. If you feel like you need to protect yourself, get your CPL. Make sure you know what you're doing. Don't just get one and go out and expect to use it one day if you're in trouble. Like, you have to use your gun mm-hmm. frequently at the range to know right. and be safe. But... As a child, I'm not sure this is what we should be advocating for. I mean, children, like, you get guns to protect yourself, and children should be just being protected by other adults. Yeah, and there's certainly, you know, a good lesson in taking your kid for gun safety. I do understand that. I just don't think they should have direct ownership. I feel like that gives them a feeling of power, and, like, this is my my gun. But with that being said, on the same day, Ethan Crumbly posted a photo of the gun on Instagram that said... Just bought my new beauty today, six hour at nine millimeter with two heart eye emojis. Mm, yeah. So that's concerning. And like I said, it, it seems like he sort of has that ownership of the gun and, and feels like it's, I don't know, a vanity possession almost. The mentality of people like owning guns, like, why are you going to just throw it out there and be like, oh, look at my new beauty? Like, oh, yeah. It's so, it is really bizarre to me. I think I've made a single post about my gun since I've had it and it was just like Mm -hmm. I did good at target practice that day right like the people that like overly obsess about their guns kind of it worries me it is very concerning and to make matters worse his mom Jennifer Crumbly also posted mom and Sunday testing out his new Christmas present before taking Ethan to a shooting range that weekend So, at this point, we're positive this gun was, you know, purchased for their 15-year-old son, not for them. Mm -hmm. And I also want to note that, (laughs) this is almost off topic, but I feel like I needed to put it in here. Jennifer wrote a letter to Trump thanking him for defending her right to own a gun, which I just find really ironic in this situation. You can actually find the letter in our source links. Yeah, that is kind of obsessing behavior. Yeah, it was really interesting to just see Mm -hmm. while reading this case. I mean, if you feel like writing the president, you do you, but Mm -hmm. irony. So this was all over the Thanksgiving weekend, and when classes resumed, a teacher would notice Ethan searching on the web for ammunition. Mm -hmm. Teachers have it so hard now. I mean, when we were in class, like, I remember passing, like, paper notes back and forth to kids, and now they straight up have fucking smartphones during class. Okay, so I couldn't even imagine, like, going to work and being concerned, like, about a kid looking up ammunition like imagine how that teacher felt yeah that's mortifying as a teacher i mean that's literally a precursor to a school shooting in some cases Mm -hmm. and in this case the teacher did report it to the school and the school did reach out to the family via phone and email and the parents just never responded, and I guess the school just fucking dropped it and didn't follow up. Of course. So this teacher did everything right. I mean, <laughs> she saw the red flag, she reported the red flag, and I mean, the school kind of half-assed tried to reach out, but I mean, if they don't follow up, I personally would be like, this kid needs to not come back to school until we hear from the parents. Yeah, like, I'm not comfortable, like, teaching this kid. No, like, I don't know, that... That's so crazy that they just were like, well, they didn't respond. Let's uh, keep keeping on, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, Jennifer did text her son that day saying, LOL, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught. Honestly, that just pisses me off because what a weird... First of all, she didn't even respond to the school. 
Yeah. And second of all, like, what a weird way to just, like, discipline your child. I'm not mad at you. Just don't get caught. And, like, in some cases, okay, like, I... I don't know if that's actually a good response in any instance, but especially not this one where that's just a massive red flag. Like, you should be concerned about your kid searching ammunition at school. Mm-hmm. Even if you, you're a hunt, let's say you're a hunting family and that's just something that you guys do, it's still, like, not okay to look at it at school. You still tell your kid, like, hey, I understand we're, you know, good about gun safety, but, like, you can't be doing this at school. We need to talk about this. Why are you obsessing about it? Right. There's a lot of conversations you could have here to make sure that it isn't something more. Mm -hmm. So at this point, we're encouraging strange behavior as long as we don't get caught, right? Right. Later that night, Ethan went home and recorded two videos on his phone where he talked about shooting and killing his fellow students at Oxford High School. And that would have been like my final straw. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And like, I have a really hard time thinking that the parents haven't I don't know, heard these videos? I mean, you're in the same house. Maybe he's whispering at his phone, but I I don't know. Just, I feel like that's really aggressive and something you're probably going to be allowed at when recording. Yeah, like where were the parents? Yeah, they're... And this can't be the first time he's exhibiting this strange behavior. Yeah, it didn't just, like, come on suddenly. I'm sure it was, like, random little things where they were like, "Mm, he's kind of off. Exactly. Yeah, there's a whole lot of concerning things going on in this child's life that are just somehow being ignored. Mm -hmm. He also had a journal where he did write in detail about killing his classmates. So it's not just recordings, he's got a journal... And I mean, I appreciate parents that can respect their kids' privacy to an extent, but like personally, my parents would have been in my shit so quick, there's no way I could have plotted a murder. And he's literally fantasizing about it at this time. Oh yeah, I mean, his actions appear very planned. Mm-hmm. That's never a good thing. I, I can almost understand a crime of passion if you're being bullied, but this is something where he's sitting there planning his moves. Right. And the next day, a teacher found a drawing Ethan had created with a semi-automatic pointing at the words, The thoughts won't stop, help me and blood everywhere. Above it said, my life is useless and the world is dead. Below the gun, there was a drawing of someone who had been shot twice and below that he drew a laughing emoji. The teacher found this drawing so disturbing that she said she immediately took a photo of it for documentation. Yeah, that's just not okay. No, I mean, at this point, this isn't a normal child. They're struggling and clearly need some intervention here. I literally would have quit my job on the spot, to be honest. I think I would have too. I would be like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't come back to school for a little bit. Yeah, like this, nobody's doing anything about this child and it's disturbing. Pretty concerning. Mm -hmm. And the school does have a meeting with Ethan and his parents where they basically told him, told them, look, Ethan needs mental health services within the next 48 hours. And the parents refused to get him care, and they now know that Ethan actually had a gun in his backpack that day while they were talking to him. It just was never searched. Yeah, which is kind of crazy that it was never searched. Right, at this point, if you are seeing so much violence from this kid, like, search the bag. 
search his locker. Yeah, I don't care if it's, like, illegal to search possessions. Like, give me your fucking bag right now. Yeah, and I don't I don't even know if it necessarily is when it's kids in school, is it? I have no idea. I, yeah, I guess I've never been in a situation in school to, you know, like, be concerned that somebody's gonna search my shit. But we did have, like, dogs that would run through and, like, sniff and they could, like, search. But I don't know if the dogs barking or whatever was, like, probable cause. Right. And... For whatever reason, that was that. The school allowed Ethan to return, which just absolutely blows my mind. Because when I was in school, a friend of mine did way fucking less, and he wasn't allowed back into the school until his psychiatric requirements were met. Yeah. So I don't understand why they let him back to school with all of these red flags. I mean, the, the family's aware. The school's aware. Why did this happen? And, I mean, Child Protective Services should have been called when the parents refused the mental health care. I completely agree. Like, if the parents aren't willing to get their child the care that they need, we need to involve everybody that we can to make sure that the rest of the children of the school are safe. So, we're clearly seeing disturbing signs of mental illness and parents that literally do not want to help. Mm -hmm. When Ethan returned to school that next day, video surveillance shows Ethan going into the bathroom with his backpack at around 12.51 p.m. When he exited the bathroom, he no longer had his backpack, but he did have a gun in his hand. Man. I know. And prosecutors describe Ethan's movements as very methodic and deliberate as he walked through the hallway. He pointed his gun at his victims, shot them, And when they began to run away, he stayed very calm as he walked down the hallway and continued to shoot into classrooms. Ethan continued to do this for approximately five minutes before he returned to the bathroom seemingly out of nowhere and surrendered. That's just crazy. I can't even imagine the terror that went through this this school, especially if the teacher who saw all of these red flags was there that day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read this statement made by the students from their viewpoint, and I genuinely want to hear your reaction to it since I've already read this. Okay. We heard two gunshots, and after that, my teacher ran into the room, locked it, barricaded, and then we covered the windows and hid, he told CNN's Anderson Cooper. We grabbed calculators, we grabbed scissors just in case the shooter got in and we had to attack them. Kids should not have to be worrying about this. And, like... Absolutely not. They have nothing to arm themselves with except calculators and scissors against a shooter. No. It's it's so terrifying. Mm-hmm. It just... Ugh. And it's... It's something that we train for in America. I mean, for those of you that aren't in the U.S., we actually do active shooter drills in high school like you would a fire drill. And Mm -hmm. let me tell you, it makes you sick to your fucking stomach. Like, I have actually been in a bomb threat at my high school and, like, hiding under our desk. Oh, yeah, because that will help in a bomb threat. Yeah, I don't know why, but they kept (laughs) us in the building for two fucking hours. (laughs) Okay. Luckily, it wasn't real. Like, it didn't happen. But, yeah, that's that's what we do here. You know, we do active shooter drills. So these kids are are prepared to have to fight for their lives if it comes to it. Mm -hmm. One of the bullets actually pierced through the desks they had used as barricades. And a student who called 911 had to whisper Oxford High School shooter in hopes they weren't heard by Ethan. Oh my gosh. At approximately 1.15 p.m., news reporters were on the scene and word was out about the shooting. At 
1.25 p.m., Jennifer texted Ethan saying, Ethan, don't do it. And she knew it was him. That's the fucked up part. I know, and it's terrible. They had no idea that it was their son, but she saw it on the news, and she immediately texted her son. Mm -hmm. So clearly the family knew something was going on. They knew he wasn't in the right state of mind. And they were way too late also. Like... He's already done everything, and she's like, don't do it. Like, too late. Exactly. Like, the last week they told you about all this, you should have taken your kid for mm-hmm. mental health help. And that would have stopped this, possibly. Yep. At 1.37 p.m., James called 911 after realizing the gun they had bought, their son, was missing. He alerted authorities he believed his son was the shooter. He shouldn't have even had access to a gun in the fucking first place. Like, they should have locked it up even if it was his gun. Absolutely. I'm sorry. If you have kids, I don't care how old they are, you lock the fucking gun Mm -hmm. up. You just, you lock it up. Don't even, I honestly have a fucking safe. Don't give your kid the option to pick up the case and walk away and try to get it unlocked. Absolutely. Especially if there's mental health issues in... I don't, yes. I don't care if it's a fucking adult. If there's mental health issues, lock the gun up. Yep, lock it up or just don't even have one if that's going on. Like, mm-hmm. that's just terrifying. And I, I want to say I can't imagine the terror of finding a gun missing with a child, but this family had so many opportunities to fix it. Mm-hmm. And they, honestly, I feel like they were just playing a role at this point. I do too. Um, and Ethan Crumbly took four students' lives and injured seven others. Mm. Like a lot of school shooters, it was reported by a student that Ethan was bullied in school, but it was obvious that his family just wasn't aware of this or they weren't taking it seriously. His brother is quoted as saying that he was a normal, average kid who didn't get into trouble and had no mentions of bullying. Ethan is being charged as an adult with four charges of manslaughter, one count of terrorism causing death, seven counts of assault with intent to murder, and 12 counts of possession with a firearm in the commission of a felony. Holy shit. So they really threw the book at him and... While I agree with them, he he took other students' lives and there's no excuse for it. I do also think he really should receive the mental health care that he clearly needs. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like like prison in America is meant to punish, not like fix yeah. the problem. So like if he goes to prison, like that's it. Like his life is over. He's not going to get any exactly. like help. Exactly. I really think that we should focus more on how can we help these people re-enter society, not let's punish them for everything they've ever done. So that they re-offend when they get out, basically. Exactly. Yeah, we make it so difficult for people to get back into the world, and I do think he should be punished for, I mean, this is a horrific act, but I, I mean, there is potentially a future where he is back on the streets and we've done nothing to make sure he's going to be safe yeah right in addition the judge has decided to charge the parents for their son's actions which is actually very rare in a case Um, they have to meet certain criteria to be able to charge the parents and really what it's been is all of the chances they had to fix this like you said it really seems as though they almost just played a role in this shooting yeah and like I don't know. I feel like this should be a normal thing to, like, charge parents if their kid literally starts shooting up a school because 
they almost always play a role. Like I, I really believe that there is gun safety. You know, there's gun safety to keep your kids safe and unable to take that gun to school. And also, when people say your kid needs mental health care, I feel like you're going to be more likely to get them that care if you know you're going to get fucking thrown in prison if your kid goes and shoots the fucking school up. Mm-hmm. I feel like you would care a lot more if your life is going to be ended, too, not just your kids. Exactly, and I, I completely agree with you. Um, you know, I'm sure there are the rare occasions where parents really just did everything they could and something still happened, but I don't think it's mm-hmm. common enough for us to not consider severe punishment for the parents. Right, yeah. After the judge announced her decision, the parents stopped responding to their lawyer and they fled after taking $4,000 out of an ATM. This actually launched a huge manhunt by the U.S. Marshals. Honestly, I'm still so confused why, like, the judge announced the decision before the parents were in custody because obviously they're gonna- I agree with that. They're gonna flee, like- Yeah, and like, COVID has made court hearings so bizarre, honestly, because you can just be chilling remotely through fucking, like, Zoom. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like, I get it for smaller cases, but when we're talking for murder, you should probably just do those in person and wear masks. Yeah. A tipster led to the couple's arrest in Detroit. Once captured, bail was set at 500000 and... If it is met, the couple will need to wear a GPS monitor, um, which it was never meant at this point. They're still waiting for charges um, for manslaughter. Good. And sadly, their lawyer is trying to play off their fleeing as a miscommunication, stating the judge should have given them a heads up earlier on, as if they wouldn't run if they knew sooner. She literally is just, oh my gosh, she's annoying. And I was watching the court case and she was all like, Oh, yeah, like, they were going to turn themselves in the next day. Like, yeah, okay. Nope, they were not. Their lawyer is, like, a straight piece of trash. Mm Mm-hmm. I would never be able to defend people like that. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Like, I understand that lawyers are totally doing their job when they defend people who don't deserve it, but fuck, that's gotta be difficult. You have to be a certain type of person to do that shit. Not a good one. I would not be able to live with myself. No. I guess school shootings are kind of becoming an epidemic and we really need to focus on mental health care for our children. It's not stigmatized anymore, guys. Get your kids the help they need, please. It's okay. Know the signs. If you have children, you should know the signs. We understand that you love your child, but don't put other people's children at stake because you just are blind to their pain. So with that being said, we'll see you guys next time and stay safe. Bye. Bye.